The following show contains spoilers for episode 8 of Survivor 45. Hello again! Hello again! Hello again! Uh, the four of us are here to talk about Survivor Season 45, Episode 8. It's the auction episode. Wow, they finally it's brought here. the Survivor auction back, and it was... Can we talk about how I am always right, and yet I continue to be gaslit on this show every single week? No. Last week, I'm, this no, is not you're, true. these you're usually MFs right. I am not were really sure like about. Jeff. We, we did never not ju- say, we never gaslit you. Why would you yeah, think, think Jeff Fred, did not say more than gaslighting is even real? Okay, no, you, you know, guys have a point. You're going, you're going crazy. You're right. You guys are right. Yeah, no, you're. I'm just so I'm so weird, and I should I just I'm crazy. I should go die. Just, yeah. yeah, Jeff absolutely <laughs> said. Uh, demonstrably said that the the sanctuary is where good things happen, and yet okay, I was told he did kind of say it in a weird way. Yeah. What do you? Because he didn't what, say it's the survivor sanctuary. What is this? Where what good is this things field happen. Goal, what is this end of goal post move? Right. Because what Jeff said is like you'll go to the survivor sanctuary where good things happen. You'll get some snacks or whatever. You, so it really blended into the second sentence, almost to the point where you know he didn't even say it at all. The entire cadence was messed he up. He totally didn't say it at all. So, it's, <laughs> so it's just a brain diff. Your brain is worse than mine, is what you're saying. Your brain so could not like process the information. Like, um, could not process the know. information fast enough. He's like, all right. In addition, you're playing for a war. This time, you're gonna get some snacks. It's like he might as well not even you know said the whole thing. I hate it here. Or if it's like he said, the first. Person vote off of Survivor is blank. You know, it's like it's not even in the right cadence. I hate yeah. you. The auction this time around has an interesting little twist at the beginning it because does. here, instead of just getting handed an envelope of cash, they're handed a basket full of nothing. And I love nothing. Just like the real world, they have to go You've gotta fight out, for your money. Yeah, they have to go out exploring into the jungle. Uh, working hard to collect their bamboo tubes full of cash, full of various amounts, and uh, that affects how the game is played later on because they all start with different amounts. Now, how do we feel? Is this a, is this a true revolution? <laughs> because uh, I feel like they treated console. every difference is a, is a really big deal. And Actually, I thought this was a pretty big change, frankly. Like, the rest of it's kind of take or leave it, but... Like, this was, I would say, an entertaining change because at this point, they don't really know what the auction is going to entail precisely. Mm-hmm. Are they going to get advantages? Uh, who knows? So, you know, having as much money as possible is ultra important. Yeah. They uh, have to fight for and, it. Like, this is the first time I believe that they've started with different money in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, that was fun. And then the other little shakeup we have, well, I guess there's a couple shakeups but next is like jeff's gonna pull a number out of a bag and after five the number could be like anywhere from one to ten and that's how many items long the auction goes um you know that being said all the all the numbers in the bag could be the same number (laughs) that's 
true. There's <laughs> no real proof that they're different. What I was thinking is, I don't know if it makes sense because it's like information, but if Jeff pulled out like three and then showed two of them uh-huh. to be like, A, they're different numbers, and B, you know. You know they're not this number. You know now. that it's not those two. And so there's just like a slight, you know, statistical. I actually think that would make a huge difference because the next little twist up in the auction is whoever's left with the most money at the end loses their vote at tribal council. And I feel like, you know, what I kind of felt like it made the auction devolve into is like, especially once we kind of got past the first couple items, people realized like the problem with having all their money so they were just dropping all of their money as soon as they like you know possibly could really and this resulted in the person with the most money getting the item because nobody could outbid them and i think yeah if there were a couple like guaranteed spots where people like knew they could hold on to their money that might you know shake things up a little bit yeah yeah no i think that's actually a good point that i had not considered about that <laughs> but i guess um, yeah. it does give With you the, sort of like it, it did just spots. immediately turn into get rid of all my money yeah which i thought yeah, kind of anything. made it less fun and interesting because it really did turn into like okay like it's my turn to spend all of my money at once because no one else can do anything about it yeah i agree with this because i think there's already enough incentive to just spend your money knowing that there are a limited number of items Mm -hmm. so you're just kind of inherently incentivized like you know maybe the next item jeff shows isn't something i super want but it's better than getting nothing yeah i'd say it would almost be better if they hadn't done both of these twists at the same time (laughs) like if you had known how much money uh, or how many items were going to be on auction, you could have at least tried to be strategic about mm-hmm. it, and like trying to metagame it could have cost you. But instead, it's just, oh, crap, it could end at any moment. I better get rid of all of my money. Yeah, I, what I think, right. it, and who knows how many times they like play test it, but I think as a first like iteration of an evolved concept, it was okay, but it stands out in this season because so many of the mechanics we've had like have been tested and adjusted and that's what we've been talking about all seasons like oh this is so much better now because they made it more like this and the auction is kind of here for the first time so i definitely think there is room for adjustment i think they really played it safe with all of the items like there were a lot of just like good food rewards and nothing that was really like a punishment I'd argue there were very few great food rewards, though. Like, a lot of it was food that would ultimately make you sick. I mean, right? sure, but, you know, mental well-being as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think the best item was, like, the, the charcuterie uh-huh. board or, like, the, yeah. the PB&J. Yeah. yeah th- those um, are safe ones, but, like, the bowl of candy, get that out of here. <laughs> it's <laughs> not great. You eat, like, two uh, pieces beer. of it for the sugar, and then you're kind of yeah. like, eh. Yo, the margarita. Whew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. Yo, the uh, dude, <laughs> so many people were referencing Emily's x ray vision. <laughs> She's uh, become far too powerful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting here, you know, and I was like, I, you know, they don't want to make it too complicated, but if 
you know, some of the items when Jeff revealed them, like included like, oh, like also you get to like send this person cash and maybe they don't want it. Right. But it's like, okay, it's like you got your item also like you need to assign someone to get an extra $300 or something. And I think that could maybe be interesting in like seeing how the decision making sort of plays out and add a little more game to it instead of just whoever has the most money you just go down in order uh you could attempt to like sabotage people a little bit which could bring back the fun of uh you know the the challenges they used to have where you like you had to chop somebody's rope and if you chopped their rope three times it would fall which has also Mm. been like taken away but this would be like an interesting sort of little twist on that where it can like show where some of the lines are, where it's like giving somebody money is a good thing, but also a bad thing because they might get an item or they might lose their vote. I think that could be a fun way to change it up. But then we have to keep the lose the vote part, which apparently everybody hates. Yeah, I guess I see the incentive of it. I think they could make it an ins- like an incentive that isn't vote related, but... I just think the the two like the simplicity of the auction itself makes the losing your vote kind of like a big and unnecessary punishment. I think losing your vote in that way is fine if there's just more gameplay to it, right? Cuz like they'll take your vote away if you play one of the the island games and you lose or if you pick up a beware advantage or something. Um there's just no risk reward to losing your vote here, which is maybe what people would be upset about. I think if there's mm-hmm. just more gameplay, like, I think it's okay to lose your vote in these sort of, like, mechanical instances. I think that makes a lot of sense. Because especially looking at, like, even just the situation that we had, you know, giving Bruce a bunch of money, for instance, you know, saves him at mm-hmm. a certain point. But then you're also, like, you know, screwing over somebody else. Or maybe you give him money, like, early, and then it turns out that that puts him, you know... Yeah. at the at the and, highest money mark yeah. when it ends. and then you know like maybe that. bruce spends his money and he gets a really good meal and you're like ooh, like i wish i didn't give that to him or he spends all his money and then he gets like something really not tasty and it's like oh perfect like you know I, I screwed him over like i feel really good about my decision yeah and like he only spent that money there because he had enough for mm-hmm. it kind of thing so i think that um, that would be a fun way to yeah i think there's there's potential there that isn't like suddenly there's you know advantages back in because they even specifically said like there are no advantages mm-hmm. this is just for yeah no letters yeah, from well, home, not just for no fun, advantages but, yeah. like it's just stuff yeah uh <laughs> maybe it would be cool if they include like some toys like <laughs> oh like a d like do it yourself uh winners at war ring on a string kit game <laughs> something like that <laughs> You know, just uh-huh. keep them a little more entertained back at camp. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I do think on the auction, like for the TV show side, it's just nice to kind of see like the characters that we spend time with getting to know and like understand how they think and see them when their guard is down a little bit, uh, which we've kind of been getting all season with the extra screen time. But it's just nice to see them in more way- like places, sort of like yeah. in, in the early seasons uh when it's like they would go on a reward and they would like you know go to you know like a village or something and it was just fun to see them like interact with other people uh, and you could just mm-hmm. get it like a better idea of who everybody was 
So that's kind of fun about this sequence. Yeah, for sure. Because we get lots of, like, fun moments where, like, you know, Drew gets a candy. He's like, hey, Jeff, you want to negotiate? Uh-huh. Just like, no, yeah. lol. <laughs> you're like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you're trying Emily dancing, which is, like, we probably never really see otherwise. You know, just yeah. lots of fun stuff. Uh, Austin paying for the, the fish eyes uh-huh. after Katura didn't want it. Takes a bite out of it like an apple. And everyone's like, ew, ew, yuck. It's just like, it's very, it's very fun. You just get to see them like do, be silly because it's, yeah. you know, so much less pressure. Obviously there's still like game mechanics to it, mm-hmm. but like they just get to have some food and be happy. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. I'm coming out of it just really appreciating the cast we have where I think if you like look in like hard at the group especially coming off of a season with like jam jam and carolyn like there's no one in the season i feel like who really really like stands out super strikingly but like as a group of contestants it's a really fun cast and i don't know i'm just enjoying it It, it's been a fun season yeah i think the closest we have to that sort of like stanic hector was caleb Mm -hmm. but even compared to you know, previous seasons, even like the um, Cody and Jesse duo from 43. It's like nothing feels like quite that. What's the word? Quite as like peak (laughs) characters. (laughs) And it's kind of interesting because I think part of that is because we have the longer episodes. We get more of each person. And I think the edit is less incentivized to really shove like a narrative in our face about like the winner or the most important character or whatever. They have more time to like let the narrative sort of develop on its own. And so they give more time to like the cast as a whole. And so we won't like see that like standout winner edit or whatever um, until we get closer it's, it's sort of how I feel, or it's sort of what I think is happening, right? Because you look at all the all the people remaining, it's like mm-hmm. we know all of them pretty significantly. Yeah, you 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 can make like good uh, guesses about like how they might react in different situations and how they might play the game going forward. Yeah, and at the same time, there's no specific person that feels like, oh, this person's obviously getting like. A very important edit this person's obviously getting like a winner's edit this person's obviously getting like a you know final three edit or whatever mm. uh, and i think part of that is just that given the room to breathe they are no they no longer feel like they have to like they're forced to really yeah it's more balance it's more spread out force a narrative we can see everything a little more clearly and broadly but yeah i think that's yeah i think you hit it there it's like it there's less of a specific trackable like story being told with yeah. like, who we're checking in with. They just don't have to justify it as much because they can let it do its thing mm-hmm. by itself. And again, that's like good because especially after this episode where I came into it very <laughs> confident that like it was Kelly's game to lose. Uh-huh. Now the game is just blown wide open and I genuinely do not know who is like on the path to victory like i can make a guess like i think you know 
Austin's in a very good position. I think Drew's in a very good position. I think Emily has, like, the best story. But, like, I have... I, I wouldn't bet money on any one of them. Right? Yeah, they can go anywhere. Uh, I think, yeah, jumping back into the episode then, since you mentioned two of them, uh, we get a little check-in with all the women. And they're like, hey, look at us. What if we made a big alliance? Look at us. Couple of cards. <laughs> Uh, but here, Emily goes to Drew and is like, hey, there's a girls thing going on, but I don't feel super confident in it. So I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah. And this kind of continues the pairing of Drew and Emily that we've seen kind of being built up slowly over time. And, uh, you know, at least from what we're shown, but like we don't see Drew immediately like go off to Austin and like loop him in, which I think is interesting. Um, nor does he go and like tell on Emily to anybody. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think this might be, you know, like a little pairing that we will want to keep an eye on going forward. I'm also kind of surprised we had no mention of Caleb from Emily. Yeah. It like makes sense because she has already kind of established that she wants to like separate herself from Caleb, not completely necessarily, but more in like a, she just doesn't want to be tied to like such a threat Mm -hmm. so she has to sort of like play her own game for a bit but like no mention of like man i really hope that you know he was in longer or even like reference to like oh having him on the jury is actually like pretty good for my game because if i get to the final then i think he'll still be (laughs) on my side yeah plus like um she had no part in getting him out actually so Um, other than like the time she voted for him with every literally everyone, he has like very little reason to to have any kind of like uh bad blood with her. Yeah, part of me even after getting almost out. wonders what the sort of like you know from the editor side, like what the sort of philosophy is on like showing us things that we can already like kind of reasonably know, because you kind of just laid out the entire scene on like by yourself. It's like we already know like what emily probably would have to say about caleb getting voted out and if that's the case like do we really need to see it that's true that's fair you know if she had said something that we didn't know or you know added something unexpected to it like i can you know see that or if it was included like okay caleb's gone here's my new plan going forward or something but you know if her confessional just didn't contain that specifically then I can kind of see them just not including it because it's like we kind of like we know we know that like Emily was close with Caleb and he's gone now and now he's on the jury or maybe in a later scene like she lays this out and it's like okay it's like well looking at the jury you know it's like Caleb's there and we had a really great relationship before I left so like he's probably you know a lock-in for me if I'm in the final three you know it's like something like that Mm -hmm. where it doesn't need to be redundant since they have the full picture in mind or maybe, you know, Emily, like, just goes home soon, so it doesn't matter that, like, Caleb would have been a jury vote for her. Mm-hmm. So it, it, sometimes I think it's hard to, like, understand or, you know, see why something's not there or why something is there without, like, the full context of the big picture. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very good point. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Otherwise, in this little, we have a little, like, break before we just jump right back to the immunity challenge. But uh, this is when the the Reba group like tries to pull Katur in a little bit more, which is you know good like following up on sort of bringing her over to their side. Now 
I'm still not sure what everybody has in their mind about the strength of the Reba alliance. I still kind of have the feeling they're like pretty under the radar other than just being, you know, obviously they all came from the same tribe. But I think Katura's willingness to kind of continue in this direction, like, I don't know. You know, I just struggle to see how it works out for her in the long run. Like, I don't know what her plan is to, like, wiggle her way into the group or try and, like, take it over or something. Who knows? But right. that's where it's at for now. And then we go... They also do... Well, they... What's interesting, too, is how they bring her in. Because mm-hmm. they sort of pull the, um... Sort of the same thing that they kind of do on Jake later, where they're like, oh, you should put out a name. Uh-huh. You know, they're kind of, like, nudging her. But... Yeah, that's given right. Given right, the context right. of everything. Yeah, they're like, okay, you know, as a, as a sign of goodwill, how about you choose the person you want to go home? Yeah. And then she calls and out, we'll, it's like, everybody we'll knows who I want, want to go home. Everybody knows, <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, um, you're right. That is kind of interesting. And, and I think what's what's been kind of fun about this season too, because with with that conversation there with Katara and with Jake later, it shows like how much of just like the straight up lying to each other's faces there are, and like everyone knows that everyone's lying. Uh, and I think at least for me, like this is one of the first times it's like I really see it and understand where it's like it's just hard to believe what anybody is saying because everyone's just gonna like try and say the best thing unless you're bruce and you like obviously say the wrong thing <laughs> wrong thing always yeah yeah yeah. but then you're at least consistent yeah, exactly uh and i yeah because thank god we got they... bruce back <laughs> right i know he's we would have missed this he's such a good character in this moment <laughs> or in this throughout the season but yeah it's it's yeah they know that she wants bruce out so when she says bruce they're like already kind of like yeah, we're totally down with Bruce anyways, but we need you to, like, say it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so it was just kind of a funny interaction, but, of course, you know, she's like, yeah, I want Bruce out there. Like, cool. We are handshakes all around. We're good to go. Yeah. And then they go off to the challenge where they, they you know, they start off with yule rice negotiation. Yeah. And Jeff, Jeff pulls Yo, out this 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 bulging you know thin soft <laughs> sack that he sets up on this tree branch this bulging supple uh, yeah yeah, yeah. And I, you know and i don't call anything thick. out but you know i'm and i'm, I'm thinking in my head like you know if <laughs> if i was you're like this if, bag looks stabbable yeah, yeah, i was like if, I, if there was ever a bag that was like gonna get a hole poked in it it's that bad <laughs> is basically what i might say i you know maybe i was thinking yeah. more along like Jeff was going to maybe poke a smaller hole in it during the challenge. So it's like, oh, you have, like, to make a decision. Like, are you going to stick it out and try and stay in as long as possible? Or, like, you know, do you try to drop out? Maybe you're in second place and you don't think you're going to last that long. So you just lose the challenge so you get more rice. You know, I thought that could be an interesting decision. But instead, they're halfway through the negotiation. Then, yeah, Jeff just pulls a knife out and... (laughs) He's like, Cash all right. Let me give you. Let me give you a little incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Stabs it with now, a giant Mr. Bond. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's extremely super villain. It's very funny. It's just so aggressive from from Jeff because it's like we've seen this this situation come up so many times, and most of the time it comes down to like. A negotiation right at the end maybe you nego- negotiate down one person maybe jeff stands his ground and says no give me four mm-hmm. this time jeff is just like screw all that 
you're giving me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. That's the lesson for this one. It's like you, you, you can negotiate with each other. You can't negotiate with Jeff because Jeff is always, Not always at least. going to just do what is best for him. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's so, it's such a great moment. It just comes so out of left field. Again, how many times have we seen this? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of shocking. Um, but I mean, it, it does what it sets out to do. It gives him a massive sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And Drew's like, all right, I'll do it. Now, come on, guys. We got to <laughs> we gotta do this. Um, it's just, it's good TV. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, the challenge is fun. Uh, it feels like a pretty tense one. And some people stay solid for a long time. Some people drop out. Jake hung in there for a really long time, uh, despite kind of wiggling around a bit. But... Uh, ultimately, how this one comes out is with Bruce winning immunity, classic and losing survivor. His vote. So here's your, uh, you know, your discount, uh, you know, safety without power. Safety without power. He just gets yeah. to hang out the whole time. But yeah, 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 yeah. This is what you said. It's like it really just takes us back to like, okay, here's the target. They're going home. Here's oh. the target for the past <laughs> entire season. <laughs> Nonstop. Everybody wants him out. Everyone constantly talks about how they want him out. And of course, when it looks like it's <laughs> finally going to happen, boom. Immunity. Immunity. Scramble. Classic Survivor. Classic Survivor. <laughs> Wouldn't be Survivor without it. We love it. Uh, so yeah, Bruce celebrates... I celebrate a little bit and then we head back to camp and yeah, it's just kind of all over and really the, and I, I really enjoy the editing here, but we put a lot of focus on Jake and you know, is Jake going to crack? Is Jake going to throw a name out? Is Bruce going to play an idol on Jake? Does Jake have an idol? Like, does he find one? Like it's all about Jake. Yeah. And you know, credit to him. I think he, plays this scenario pretty well uh you know the key things are like he he never throws somebody else's name out so he yeah, hasn't despite their... ballooned his own like you know target even more by creating like a reason to really go for him yeah despite their their poking and prodding i'm a little surprised that he wasn't brought in on it because at this point i figure you know he'd yell like anybody but me but Look, yeah, right. but then there becomes a situation where Jake has nothing to lose, uh-huh. and it's best for his game to further his position to tell Kelly. Yeah, and then what if you know? Yeah, and then what if Bruce like plays the idol on Kelly? The yeah, I think the idea behind like like that strike force <laughs> was to create a way for Bruce to maybe flush his idol if he plays it on Jake, but to like have a really under the radar pick that wouldn't get idled. Yeah, yeah, um, because like this is a coup de gras of sorts. They kind of have to really keep it on the down low mm-hmm. if they want it to happen. Especially because, as they mentioned, Kelly has good connections with so many people that she could absolutely, um, even without any like big swing of like a uh an idol or anything, could probably just get the votes back uh-huh. one way or another. And again, like. Bruce says at the beginning, "You are my number one." Despite Kelly's, to t- 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 Kelly's chagrin, <laughs> but in that situation, if they know that the votes are honored, then yeah, Bruce plays the idol for his number one. 
right? Um, and so I think it just makes sense to not take any unnecessary risk by telling Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, Jake plays it pretty much as well as he could have uh, because there's also the situation where he does throw out a name and then suddenly the rest of this episode kind of just doesn't happen. Yeah. Cause... Right. Cause he throws out a name. They go to, you know, let's say for instance, uh, he called, he says drew, mm-hmm. right. Cause Drew's been playing the game hard and he's a threat. Yeah. Now drew all of a sudden definitely doesn't want Jake around. Yeah. So he probably just doesn't even think about the, the Kelly plan at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just and wants then to get Jake just screws Jake. himself over. Yeah. Yeah, and and Jake continues it. He has a really strong tribal council performance, even though it is like a weak performance. But it's intentional. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, on the side it was... where it's it's all a performance. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah, it was very funny. The it was like I was confused at first why he was like losing his mind uh-huh. out of nowhere, and then he dropped the. You know, oh, if I play my uh, and an idol. idol, I was like, oh, it like all clicked into yeah. in my brain. I'm like, this was it was this was a plan. This was the, a play. The de- the delivery was great. Yeah, it was. It was it's perfect. really good. I've I've come to like really appreciate Jake over the last couple episodes, where he's just like so fun. Yeah, he's like silly. And, you know, kind of a goofball <laughs> and not, like, playing the most amazing game. But he still, like, knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he's doing it confidently. He's, like, taking risks and trying, even if they don't work out. Because, you know, if, if the vote last time went his way, then, like, he would be amazing, right? It's like getting, you know, like, if their plan was, like, get Austin to flip or whatever. Like, if that all worked out, like, you know, he's a legend. <laughs> yeah so he's trying and I, mean, even, and I respect that yeah and even like uh going back to the conversation because like you know as soon as caleb gets witted out he tells julie it was me uh-huh. we'll, we can talk and then this episode they do talk and the interaction is like really funny because jake is just this like kind of just this infectious personality where even though julie like is upset and like you know feels betrayed doesn't want to work with him and stuff He's still like just so himself mm-hmm. in the this moment where he's like, yeah, you know, she's like, oh, you're lying to me all all day. He's like, yeah, <laughs> but was that convincing though? <laughs> and you're like, oh, Jake, that's a classic Jake. Right. It's like, it's like you can't kind of can't, yeah, ha- can't help but love him. Like did the best with the situation he was given, and you know, we can try to move forward. And it's just very, it's just he's very him, and I think that that is. I appreciate that a lot. He's never like not Jake, uh-huh. and that's that's. He's, I I think he's great. He's great TV. <laughs> but uh, Jake does not go home this episode. He does not go home. He does play his shot in the dark. Smart. It is not safe. But uh, imagine, imagine yeah, the the the, the, <laughs> the two safes in a season. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That would be nuts. Because that's sort of how it felt with, like, the build-up. Because, again, like mm-hmm. you said, there's so much Jake attention. I was like, it doesn't feel like a Jake-leaving episode. He's just been, like, doing too much, right? He's just had too much attention. And maybe that's, like, exactly why he goes. But mm-hmm. 
it just felt like Jake would be too much of a loss, I guess. Sure. But yeah, now the yeah, the votes had come together and we start in Kelly Parchment after Kelly Parchment. Yeah, and... the four Jake votes yeah. into the one Kelly were like the the like stomach drop of like no yeah, cuz at this, this point shocked me this point i was like it would be so tragic to lose kelly cuz <laughs> she's been popping off so hard i said at the top of yeah. the episode that like this is basically kelly's game to lose yeah. you know she's just had such a pop off episode she's in such a good position she's like has all the advantages that like caleb had yeah, doing a great with, like, job his... of managing like relationships with bruce yeah yeah but without the same like overexposure attention yeah, yeah without the same conspicuousness right <laughs> and so it's just like she's in such a good spot that like even if she somehow doesn't win or if she somehow doesn't win it's like a tragedy mm-hmm. of sorts without somebody else like you know doing something incredible separately and i was so confident in that going in so when it's like oh it's just jake it's just jake all the way down yeah. i'm like yeah it's jake all the way down you know doesn't uh place start in the dark doesn't vote etc and the first kelly drops i'm like no they don't do this unless <laughs> it's kelly they don't do yeah. this unless it's kelly that's so tragic this is a tragedy uh yeah uh, at least for me as much as it hurt to lose kelly man i was riding the high of knowing i made the right draft decision i (laughs) felt like a genius in that moment when all of you doubted me (laughs) uh yeah and now i got bruce who won immunity still as idol still in the game so i felt good after that one (laughs) listen I have no defense. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll defend you in your in your honor. Kelly was still the great pick. Yeah. Like, go, again, going into this episode, I oh, still yeah. would have been happy to have Kelly on my team. I've, I feel like... it's crazy. I feel like us as an audience were almost blindsided by this, like... Yeah. Totally. They Absolutely. played us. Yeah, and that's what made it such a, a great boot, is it felt so it felt so justified and it made sense like exactly why she went home they gave us but there just was enough. no foreshadowing but like, at all yeah it was never like yeah. oh this is like where it's going uh yeah it was very immersive <laughs> yeah because like we understood that there was like this plane brewing but we weren't given any like absolute confirmation that like yes we are doing this mm-hmm. it was just how does jake make it out and that was like the storyline right and so it came down to like, oh, I wonder if Jake is going to make it out or not. Not, oh, wait, it's Kelly now. Yeah, and, <laughs> in, yeah, and that's you know, what I, as a result of I that. About is they gave us the pieces so it wouldn't be out of nowhere. But then also they managed to like not frame it as like, is it going to be Jake or Kelly? It was like, it's, yeah. you know, it's like Jake's going home. You know, Jake probably doesn't really have a lot he can do. And then, you know, as Tribal's going on, it's like, yeah, like Jake's kind of just at the end of his rope here. And then boom, like totally different plan emerges, and it was, yeah. it was fantastic. It's yeah, it's crazy. Also, I love during the votes the uh the camera look from Drew. <laughs> that was just like it's so brutal. Uh-huh. Like I, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Jake, <laughs> as in the grand scheme of things, but this was a really fun like godfather moment <laughs> right he has established this huge massive blind side 
you know, basically orchestrated by himself and then hitting hitting him with the the gym from the office look <laughs> during it is like bro for for this moment for this episode he is him credit where credit's zero <laughs> yeah drew drew's fun to watch yeah but that, that kind of brings us through the episode yeah and it was a good uh, one. like I, I liked it it's very good also kelly's response to the whole thing is like double extra brutal because it's not it's like so she's obviously so upset and like you totally get it especially like the thing that i really appreciate about kelly even just coming into the beginning of the season is how she like in her uh pregame interview she talks about like how she's super competitive and i was like cool i want to see how like she uh plays and stuff because that's something that like i can relate to going into this as like a competitive thing um seeing how that kind of person like works in this environment mm-hmm. or she you know plays too hard and like what her response is and so watching her have like a really balanced gameplay and then have this moment where she's just like suddenly hits is like so heartbreaking yeah and she's so upset yeah, you could really feel you're it. like i totally understand because the other thing that i you know maybe this is parasocial but like i if i'm in this moment i'm upset of course but i think i'm mostly upset that i messed up somewhere Mm -hmm. that i didn't play well enough to avoid this and she sort of like mentions it in her post boot like interview post credits or whatever Uh where she's like you know, I'm disappointed that like I was one step behind, or yeah, I didn't. And that's the thing; it's you know, play it's fast like a enough. series of like mistakes that kind of leads up to this. It's not like made one bad move and it screwed her over. It was just like the whole concept of the game she was playing was like flawed. Yeah, yeah, and like despite it being a really good game, regardless, yeah, ultimately it was just these yeah, there's, little there's things that just put fit. her put her in slightly too good of a spot. That gave her just a slightly too big target mm-hmm. that somebody capitalized on, yep. and um, seeing her sort of like come out of it and be like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, she's she's mostly mad at like herself for not playing better. I feel at least, um, and that part of it was like also sort of hit home with me because I was like, not only is this brutal for like the TV and me as a fan and me as like a predicting a Kelly win, it's also just me as a person very personally it's like that hurts that hurts <laughs> me vicariously all right so let's go ahead and look at the points for this episode so right off we don't need to it's not necessary <laughs> i would love I, I, I was just gonna say right off the bat i the way i felt about the auction because this is the first time that we've had an auction on you know our fantasy draft and the way I look at it, I just feel like there's no way to really, like, score it well in a way that, like, fits into our system. Because there's yeah. a world where, like, sure, we give, like, a point if you get, you know, a good like, two points for a good item or one point for a bad item or this many points for that. Or, like, you get a point for every money bamboo you get. But I just feel like the amount of points that would yield would, like, throw off the like the rest of the balance so much that I'm fine just kind of letting it be its own fun thing and not 
score. Yeah, or like or like everyone but Bruce gets one point because he lost his vote yeah. and they didn't. But again, it's just like at that point you're literally giving one team minus one point. Is that really <laughs> even worth the the like mark on our spreadsheet yeah, so, it's so, like not yeah, really so maybe if you know we keep doing auctions like it's something we can maybe consider but at least for now i'm okay with just kind of letting it go uh you just gotta juice all the point numbers uh and then right. add yeah, a bunch of low values to yeah the redesign the entire or just add a zero yeah, to the end of every point value zero, add three zeros to every <laughs> point value and then this is what we can also the, do fixes the fantasy we can also do like one point stuff just on top of the you know twenty thousand points that we'll have at the end yeah one point per frame appearing in the episode exactly okay so basically all that leaves um Bruce wins individual immunity and Jake gets points for playing a shot in the dark and for getting a vote and not going home. What that ends up with is uh, Fred just getting episode points. So it's four points for Fred soaring, just getting episode points. So it's six for soaring Uh, me getting up to eight with my combo. And then T is uh, actually leading this episode. Just like last last episode at nine points. So redraft is staying good for T. Uh, in the big picture, it is still a very, very close race um, for this top spot. So uh, we have Teeb starting his comeback arc at 78 points. And then up with the three of us, we have Fred at 103, soaring at 106, and then me at 110. So anything can happen. Anything can change. Um, Fred, soaring, and I all now have the same amount of players. So, you know. If you have the person who wins immunity, like that's a very big difference at this point in the game. Austin still has two idols <laughs> around. Yes, sir. Oh, Bruce that's the other thing idol. we we didn't mention. The sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Prophecy mm-hmm. has sandwich finally been prophecy. fulfilled. Yeah. Yep, that's true. With with Kelly being voted out, the that you know. It's it's activated. The sandwich revenge has has finally come to fruition. And the revenge his... of the sandwich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now his idol is fully fledged, mm-hmm. and nobody knows about it other than his alliance. Yeah. So definitely lots of points on the table for the future. So some people also mentioned that, like, with how upset Kelly was, they're kind of surprised that she didn't just out him <laughs> for it. Um. But again. Kind of comes from, I don't think she was necessarily bitter and petty. I think she was upset. And I think there's a difference. I feel like if you get to the point where people start, like, outing who has advantages on elimination, then they're going to have to start being more strict about the leaving as soon as you're voted out. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as Jeff pulls the last vote. Uh stage crew wearing all black come in, throw Yeah, throws a bag over your head, pulls you off screen. Uh, yeah okay uh are we doing trades i no longer have an interest in kelly uh for trades soaring so you got a luck there uh teeb you got any offers um n- i don't have any offers per se but i am open <laughs> but you'll you'll pitch me a theory <laughs> about and i'll consider and it you'll consider it okay uh, then I think that puts Fred up next. Um, it's so weird. I still don't know what Katara's doing. <laughs> right. You know, because it's like it feels like she's 
in similar you know vein to Bruce, who's just never gonna leave. It does feel like Katara's never gonna leave, mm-hmm. especially now that she has like some connection to like the Drew Austin Julie D group. But it also feels like the storyline is never gonna. Yeah, be what, what if the Katara succeeds? Yeah, the storyline instead is that Katara and Bruce are in the final three together? Yeah, it does feel like. It's either they go <laughs> and as then far like as possible. her bi- her big thing. I've been trying to stay one. I knew Bruce was threatened. Bruce, who are you again? Yeah, it's also yeah. like wait, so you're I here don't think final about you at all. And you never achieved your one goal. Why would I vote for you? <laughs> exactly. It feels like the storyline is always going to be Bruce out uh, out survives Katura. Uh-huh. But then again, I don't know. <laughs> They've built up this like specific thing for her so much that you're like, I can't. There has to be some like payoff to it, one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody I would want more that people would be willing to give up, right? So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, soaring. <laughs> Fred. Would you trade Katura for Julie? <laughs> <laughs> Just in in theory, hypothetically, would you? <laughs> hypothetically, uh, Julie's definitely safer, I think. But <laughs> I don't know. The fact that you're asking me makes me not want to. You know. <laughs> Considering okay. I'm the one with Julie. <laughs> Oh. I, I am bad. I meant Kendra. <laughs> okay. They're both oh. the same person I in my head. I thought you were playing oh, like oh. 3D chess. It's like, okay, would you do with this trade for Julie? <laughs> in that case, I will make this trade in a gamble to foresee. I didn't even think about it. Kendra, then. Kendra. Uh, no. <laughs> because now she's just Omega on the yeah, outs Yeah, Kendra just got caught off from her number one. Doesn't want anything to do with Bruce. But maybe he doesn't so, have the highest. About how about Julie? Would you do that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if Soren could acquire Julie, would you then make the trade? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. And I don't have anything. Would you do it for a muffin? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. Great. I will make you a muffin and then uh give it to Tune oh in God. December. <laughs> He'll bring it back with me, and then I'll give, <laughs> give it to you. Okay, yeah, I I don't have any trade offers. I still think um, Emily. I just have to hold on to, and Bruce. I now feel, uh, you know, we've been bonded through steel or whatever. So, uh. <laughs> got got to hold on to Bruce. I think Bruce can, will stick around. I, it's becoming more clear to me now. I think people are gonna move on, uh, especially if they yeah, can flush it, his idol out. We're, we're gonna get to the point where keeping Bruce around is everyone's best play mm-hmm. because nobody wants him to win yep. well yeah it's and like he, uh, he made it through the early merge point where you're in the most danger and now he's gonna be able to kind of slip through to the end especially since he's cut off from uh you know kelly and doesn't really have any power in the game other than his idol people will probably just respect the idol and let him flow or maybe flush it who knows but i feel like he could just kind of stick around so i don't have any reason to get rid of him especially just for the sake of knowing i picked him in the redraft all right well i think that pretty much brings it together for our episode i'm really liking the season it's very enjoyable and new era continues to impress yeah 
uh, as we say like every time, the longer episodes really have made a difference in in a positive way. All right, well, if except for my sleep schedule, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, sorry. If you want to go check out our other episodes, they are all over at rnchi.rnchi.show.com, RNG, RNG or you can get there through the show notes somehow. Uh, thanks to Zoe for editing the episode. She always does an incredible job of putting all the bits and pieces together. Oh, and also of exposing your lies. That's, yeah, that's true. Also, uh, Flying did submit a trivia question for this episode, which is, "What is Kelly's hometown?" And is it like San Francisco no, or something? No, it was like Nebraska. No, it was like East Coast something. I don't like know not exactly New York, but like Nuevo York. <laughs> there you something go. Something over there. Let's let's find out. Kelly Survivor forty five. Oh yeah, because that won't bring up fifteen other That's Kellys. Forty five. <laughs> oh, from New York, comma dot dot dot. New New York. Hold on. New York comma now it's gone what What? new york city well that's where she is is now who knows if she's been there the whole time uh um hold on i'm on the wiki hometown new york new york i was super right thank you subtech to the use of our theme song step up thanks to thanks to step up for being created from the mind of subtact and also being our theme song if you want to check out the spreadsheet where we have all of our point totals, all of our rules, uh, including no rules about the auction, uh, that's rngshow.com slash 45, also located in the show notes there. And we'll be back next week to talk about who knows what, because I was not pressured into watching the next time on Survivor for this past episode. So it is a complete oh, mystery. Oh, dang. I don't know anything. You don't know? Is it a tribe You don't swap? know? It, does Jeff send everyone to space? The post-merge tribe swap. Yeah, the post-merge. There was actually a twist revealed, but I've literally the already re-merge. forgotten what it is. The unmerge. <laughs> the unmerge. The demerge. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? It's the new era. Anything can happen. Maybe. Maybe. All right, you're all getting all put on tiny sandbars. It. Just teams of two. <laughs> uh, instead of getting voted out and not being on the jury, Jeff says that it, whoever gets voted out first gets stabbed in the throat. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ran- random teams of two, random spawn point, closing border. We'll find out who wins. <laughs> See y'all then. No I'm, dro- I'm dropping tilted. <laughs> Bye.